Hey, I'm Samantha. Hey, I'm Adam. And we're a millennial couple navigating life, love, and everything in between. One One smoke smoke sesh at a time. time. We promote cannabis medicine for folks 21 and older, and we recognize the privilege we carry to be able to promote our personal use in this way. We stand for the legalization of recreational use and for the freedom and exoneration of every human in jail for weed. Hello. Hi, buddy. Hello, buddy. Hello, buddy. Hello, friend. Hello. (laughs) Wait, what song have I been singing to you? Buddy boy, it's easy because you're beautiful. You know what's funny to me? What? When we first started this podcast, you were sitting way over there in the corner. (laughs) And I would like face the other way. I've moved closer. Oh, we can touch. Now we're like right next oh, to Oh, now we can touch. Oh. I don't know this why I put made, you so far away. This has made things a little interesting, buddy. Okay. Well. We could do a little podcast voyeurism for everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> okay. Hi, Man, buddy. I just my leg. Buddy, guess for what? those who didn't know. All right. It yeah. wasn't a touch. It was a gentle caress. All right, well, that's we're gonna have to rate this podcast NC 17. (laughs) Rated X. Um, it's our 10th episode. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's true. That's wild. That is true. And you're all still listening. Well, so we think. So we think. Or. No one is listening. This could be the end. (laughs) And we're talking to ourselves. We're just talking to ourselves. In a closet. I mean, that's what we're doing. That's literally, quite literally what we're doing. Cheers to that, buddy. We have two bowls going. Yeah, we got two bowls going tonight. We are living the life. So, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, we said we would do an episode on your episode, and I think we want to stick to that. Um, well, but episodes, episodes, yes. Um, but like we were just talking earlier and I think a really cool way for us to go about this that really connects back to like a lot of things that we're already talking about when it comes to like spirituality, um, is yeah, like the spiritual and psychedelic nature of your episodes. Um, I want to name that like. I feel like we're going to keep this pretty light, like, intentionally. You know what I mean? Um, And for anyone who, like, has experienced, um, you know, a manic episode or knows someone who has, like, we see you. Like, we know that it's a pretty traumatizing experience for whoever's experiencing it or experiencing it with someone. But I think part of our process tonight is just, like, yeah, like keeping it you had some really cool experiences you know what i mean and like i think that that's a really important piece to talk about yeah so i think it's important to just provide a little background information Mm. about what an episode is and like what i went through don't you think sure buddy yeah i'll give it it. i won't you know I'll i'll make it brief yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've had two manic episodes 
in my life. Uh, one was when I was about 21 in college. And the other one, I think it was two years ago. It was in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. During the pandemic. Yeah. It started the day of our wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, basically, you know, these two incidences um, were... When you have a manic episode, um, it can be pretty scary for your family. But as a person experiencing it, mm. it's actually one of the most blissful things. Right. It's like euphoric. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it's like to take ecstasy or do cocaine. <laughs> uh, and... Uh. Well, I tried it once. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh. But, um, you know, being on a manic episode, you know, it, to me is it's one of the greatest feelings. Mm. You know, because you're just pumped with adrenaline. And, you know, if you ever met somebody that's having a manic episode, they're kind of all over the place. They're talking really fast. Uh, they have really grandiose ideas about the future. Um, you know, they, they, they get really, they kind of lose touch with reality, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very scary thing being on the receiving end of. But you were having the time of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It can be really scary for... <laughs> your family because you know i wasn't being myself yeah you were gone that right. was scary for me and it was during the pandemic when everyone was isolated which was even scarier for me um and i was trying to teach high school virtually while you were having an episode and that was really hard because well we'll get to all that well I yeah but i'm just saying like it's just like you have to, as your partner and person who was like taking care of you during that time, I had to like really keep my eyes on you because you would just like disappear. <laughs> yeah. So the first episode happened when I was in college. Um, I didn't know I had bipolar then, um, which often happens with people is like, Especially, in, they say it happens a lot with young adults, is when they have their first manic episode. Mm. So, <coughs> um, I remember during that time, um, you know, I had stayed up basically, like I didn't sleep probably for like two and a half days. Mm hmm. Something like that. It might have been longer or shorter. I'm not sure. It was a run. It was long. It was way longer than anyone should stay up. And what's crazy is that I didn't feel that tired at all. You know. Yeah, your body was just like hopped up on like. Well, I'm just talking about the first one. Right, Same but I'm just deal. saying like you have so much. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the what the science of of uh, 
you know, what happens in the brain, I would imagine that, like, you get flooded with serotonin or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd have to look up what exactly happens. But, um, yeah, so I remember during that time, you know, I think it was my sophomore year, my second year. And I was smoking a lot of weed at the time and probably partying a little too much, drinking too much. Mm. Um, and I was also like struggling at school for a while just like to find myself, you know, felt yeah. pretty insecure. Oh, buddy. No, no, no. That, I mean, that, that was just not... Well, I mean, like, at the time, I was thrown into a pretty good music school where there, you know, there's a lot of good musicians. So, you know, at that time, it made me kind of insecure about my own abilities. And uh, so, I don't know. I I was struggling in that area. Mm. And it's funny that, like, once I... Or, like, what? Uh, I guess I started to, like, turn that around. It's hard to remember all the details from way back then. But I guess I started to turn that around a little bit and started to feel good about being at school. And, you know, I would spend more time practicing rather than going drinking. Um... I just started to feel, you know, more like myself. <clears throat> and so it's hard to say, like, I don't know what were the factors leading up to this. Like, I can confidently say what they were for the second one. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I, they probably weren't much different than the second one. So, anyways, I ended up finally, you know, when when I was awake all that time I wasn't necessarily in the manic episode yet it wasn't until it's hypomania yeah so that's what happens is it's like the stage before a manic episode where you're still there yeah it's not a psychotic episode hypomania is just like your everyday sort of manic behavior yeah but hypomania can lead when it goes like untreated mm-hmm. and you know unsupported and unmedicated right. can turn into a manic episode right so anyways basically during this episode and very similarly to the second one there was a day when my mind kind of just took over yeah and basically I was believing I was God, Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, like the God. (laughs) And I can remember like thinking like, oh, you know, money doesn't actually exist. And like you can just put your card in the machine and you'll get any amount of money that you want out. And like I was like telling my family this. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's and, alarming to hear. 
Yeah, and then I like tried to buy a Lexus <laughs> oh, with my card. So I literally went to the dealership and like sat there, and they were like convinced that I was gonna buy a car. And they were like making me sign all the papers and everything like that. Cause I was just, I was like, I'll take this one. (laughs) 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 I know. So, no, it's kind of funny thinking about it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like not at all, but it is. So when he went to run my card, obviously I didn't have (laughs) $50,000. So it got declined. Yeah. And. I can remember just being like, okay, and I just, <laughs> le- I just left. No, but you didn't just leave. What happened next? No, I just left. Yeah, but you went to go get something for them. Oh, that was before. Oh, I thought. I came in with like a bunch of McDonald's that I just No, bought. I thought it was, um, uh, it was a different kind of food. It wasn't McDonald's. Yeah, it was McDonald's. It's like a. Oh, it might have been Boston Market. It's Boston Market. That's what I was remembering. Yeah, it might have been. Yes, yeah, so you said <laughs> you had a bunch of Boston Market. I was really Market. hungry, so I got myself like more Boston Market than a person should. Because <laughs> I had some kind of money at the time, and like, I just like bought a bunch of chicken. And, <laughs> and I was going to eat it. And then you shared it with everyone. That's what I'm saying. There's definitely like a lighter side to this, but like I never, I was, you know, during the first episode, I can say is like I never got like angry or violent or anything like that towards anybody. Yeah. Um, it was more of like a peaceful, like I love everyone kind of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, I can remember there was a day where my mom and my aunt were basically like, you know, fuck this, we're gonna go get them. And basically, like, drove from, you know, New, Re- uh, not New Report, uh, you know, they drove from Massachusetts to New York to get me and, like, put me in the car and basically like, took me home. And they were like, they thought, you know, basically I just needed to sleep and I'd be fine. And I did end up sleeping. Hmm. And at first it seemed like I was fine, but then... Uh, you know, it was very apparent that I was still, like, yeah, acting weird. Yeah, during your second episode, there were pockets of yeah. space where I, you'd be back. And I'd be like, oh, maybe this is okay. Maybe this is ending. Mm. And <coughs> then something would happen where it was, like, very clear that you were not back. Right. So, um, so my mom took me to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, just a regular hospital, not like a psychiatric hospital. Yeah. She just took me to the hospital down the street. And basically, they were like asking me all these questions. Um, I can't remember any of the questions, but one. And basically, they asked me if I ever wanted to hurt myself. Mm. And I had said uh, no, but like I get... I basically was telling them about a, an intrusive thought that I would get. Yeah. Where I, where I was standing on uh, the subway platform and, like, my brain would just, like, flash. Yeah. Like a short video That kind of shit happens to me all the time. So I told them about that. Yeah. And, like, they were like, okay, he's not okay. And, like, 
literally they made the decision to like take me to a hospital. Yeah. A psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and like fifty one ADO. And I can remember like being put in the back of the ambulance and like my mm. dad standing there, and I think he said something like, "Don't say anything to them" or something. I forget. Mm. Um. But I was like, oh, cool, we're going on an ambulance ride. You oh, know? buddy. Yeah, I mean, like, that's where I was. Yeah, that's I mean, not, I thought, I that's literally. That's not what it was the second time. In my mind, I can remember this vividly. I, I, in my mind, I can remember looking at the cars on the, because, like, when you're in the ambulance, you're facing. Ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> you're facing towards, you know, yeah, the back. Yeah, the cars are coming towards you. So I literally, in my mind, was like, Thinking I was the Messiah. Oh, and they were all like following. And they were all like following. Oh, swear to God, buddy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's wild. Mm. Um, but then so I got to the hospital, and I was still like pretty much in it, but they had given me the drugs, and they just needed it to like kick in. Mm -hmm. But I remember. Um, you know, waking up the next day in the hospital and, you know, being back to normal, I guess. And, but just being really scared. Yeah. I mean, they pumped you up with drugs that would break the psychotic episode, but like right. you weren't yourself because you're on so many drugs. Right. So, you know, I went, I had to, I was, this is right before Christmas Eve, like, I was in there two weeks before Christmas. Mm. And I got out on Christmas Eve, I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah, that was... That's a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Um, you never told me that before. <coughs> oh, I just forgot it. Mm. Um, but during that two weeks I was there, at first I was, like, really scared and, like, just kind of kept to myself and, like, tried to sleep a lot. But, like... There was one day I remember waking up and just like feeling, and this wasn't the manic episode. It was like, I don't know, I just felt really peaceful or really at peace. And I can remember like by that time I was about to be out of the hospital, like I had made friends with all the people in the yeah. psychiatric hospital. And they're like, at first they were like, it really scared me because like these people are going through some shit. You know, there's this one guy who I, I think literally lived there, mm. and he smelled so bad. Oh, baby. But he was a genius. Mm. He was like this old guy with, like, long gray hair and a long beard, and he wouldn't say much, and he'd just kind of look around the room. And then every once in a while, he would say some fucking wise-ass shit, and, you know, my mind would be blown. Um, but yeah, I ended up making friends with the people in the hospital. What is going on on my computer? Um, so, you know, I get out and, you know, I remember after the period after that was difficult because I had to like come to terms with the fact that I had bipolar disorder. Mm. Um, but I can remember just like this one moment. I was sitting in my uh, apartment in New York, and it was just like a, a 
this thought of like I just have to accept the fact that I am bipolar like it and I was all these memories of like my childhood came rushing in and I started to really think about how I used to feel as a kid and mm. it all started to make sense yeah buddy <laughs> so the second episode wait hold on one second okay I just want to do a quick check-in yeah because we had said we were gonna like not go into a lot of detail and share yeah I'm trying anything. to give like a quick okay summary. I just you're sharing a lot and I love it and I'm here for it I just want to make sure that that's what you want to do. Maybe we can talk about the second episode on another episode. No, I mean, I think we should just let this episode be long and All just right. go for it. If you're feeling comfortable sharing. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I just yeah, want to I'm check good. in with you because this is more than what we said we were going to do. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm good. All right, good. This feels good, yeah. Okay, good. I love um, you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm trying to... I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot we're not going to share, but, like, whatever yeah. you feel comfortable sharing, baby, I, I honestly this is like, your story, and, like, I want you to share it. I honestly, like, feel comfortable sharing any of it. Okay, I, I mean, there have. just might be parts that I have no, emotional no, no. reactions to, but let's get it. Let's go. Well, the second episode... Um. You know, similarly, I probably, because I, you know, if I think about it, I feel like they, because the thing with bipolar is like, you know, obviously there is the mood swings, but like, yeah, they can be extreme sometimes. So I feel like before this period, I had, before I had the second episode, I was depressed. Also, you were hypomanic, like, often. Well, I'm not talking often. that. I'm talking about... Oh, like leading into Yeah, like leading into it. Yeah. Like trying to think right. about what the factors were. I also want to name, because um, I think it's important context, that you were unmedicated. Right. When That's a good point. the second episode happened. So yeah, in between the first and second episode in my 20s, I was taking lithium, mm. which for me just wasn't didn't work right but you i think it's really important for us to name that like you made a medical decision to take yourself off of your medication right. without like discussing it with your doctor that's not true i did discuss it with him okay i well, talked to him about it, it wasn't, wasn't my psychiatric doctor it was uh, my regular doctor yeah well it wasn't the right choice um and right. i just think that that's really really important for us to yeah. name um, that like the second episode probably wouldn't have happened if you had stayed on some sort of like, well, you can't say that. Well, no, but, either. but it was a big factor for sure. Well, they say, yeah. I mean, like if you're bipolar and you go unmedicated, they say the chances of you ha having manic episodes are higher, obviously. Right. So yeah, I think the chances of me having one or another one were probably would have been low yeah which they are now um right <laughs> so the second one i can remember it was like all in a week right so yeah i can remember like there was this one sunday where i like got wicked drunk yeah you drank bourbon 
or right. whiskey, which you never drink hard alcohol. And we had like, it was like COVID times. We were like just drinking so much. Right. And we had like a handle of whiskey. Yeah, I was definitely. took it way too far. You know, in some way abusing alcohol. Yeah. So, you know, I think that. So the next day I remember waking up being extremely hungover. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, for me. Your sleep was fucked up from yeah, that point right, on too. Right. That's what it was. Like, yeah, your sleep was really fucked up. You were like, you were like barely sleeping and you were going to watch the sunrise every day. Right. And you were just like. Well, again, that was like a time period where before that week I, you know, felt like usually like you know depressed and mm-hmm. and not good enough and then like you know that's the thing with manic episodes is like you could feel like you're gonna conquer the world yeah you were hypomanic for a while like teetering on mania because i was talking to your therapist throughout this whole time and we basically decided, like, you know, this is manageable right now. Like, let's try to get him to sleep. Let's just, like, try to... Because neither of us wanted to hospitalize you. Neither of us, like, wanted yeah, to know. do any of that. And so it was a lot of waiting game of just, like, trying to see if we could, like, get you to sleep and get the hypomania to chill. Yeah. And then it was, like, we waited a bit too long and then it was too late. Right. You know? Yeah. Maybe we can get more into that later. Sorry, am I saying no, no, too no. much? No, I just like, I just want to get through just telling about it. Okay. And then we can talk more about. Okay, baby. You know how it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So again, you know, I started to believe that I was God. Mm. or some you know or jesus or something um you know and, and I, I was the devil at, yeah at like times. shit like that just you know, <laughs> right yeah and that you know obviously i don't mean or i didn't mean that i yeah baby <laughs> we're not talking about this episode in right. terms of like right I so mean, yeah just a just a you know same th- stuff with, you know, really grandiose kind of statements about relig- you know, about spirituality and yeah, whatnot. And um and so, you know, finally you guys had to take me into a hospital and they weren't going to uh, No, that's not what happened. We took you to go see a psychiatrist. That's what I'm saying. To try to get you medicated so that right, we didn't have to I take you to, to the hospital. Right, and then they ended up. But they ended up calling the police. Well, when I got to that okay, place. Okay, no, I don't. I don't want to. All share right, that. so we won't share any of that. But basically, Adam was unsafe when we got there, and they said it was too late, and that they didn't feel safe. Right. And they called the police, and the they police brought me to the hospital. Brought you to the hospital. Yes. Right. So. I can remember when I kind of woke up out of the episode. It was sitting, I was laying on a stretcher in my room. Oh, this part is like, mm, 
you like I called. I won't share too much about it, but Ugh. yeah, basically. It's really sad. Yeah, basically, I was uh, restrained, and you know they gave me some kind of I don't even I think they yeah I think they had to like use a needle, but um I can remember it coming out of it, and then I think I fell asleep. <sighs> If I remember correctly. I think maybe for a little bit, but you called me pretty soon after you got there. No, no, no. That was the next day. The night before is when I got there. What? Remember? I. You called me soon after you arrived. No, I called you the next day when I woke up. I, I remember. Maybe I'm, I mean, maybe. I couldn't call you that, that night because they restrained me. I couldn't call you. They wouldn't let me. All I wasn't even conscious. Maybe it was the next day. I know. It was, right. the, it was during the day. I remember. Yeah, you know what? I think that day I just went to my parents' house and like sat in their pool and cried. So that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, try to imagine that like this was like right in the heart of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't be there with wow. you. No one could be there with you. Yeah, and like being in there, I swear to God, like the everything was everywhere in the like. It's hard to describe, but it almost looked like a war zone. Yeah, they had everything blocked off, like COVID zones. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I and couldn't I'm even in come in when I had to pick you up. Like you had to meet me outside. They just sent you outside. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't oh even get God, any Oh, my God, that. Ooh, yeah, this is. All right. I won't, okay. <laughs> I won't talk about it much further, but yeah. So ended up spending the night in the hospital, and then I almost was going to go to a psychiatric hospital. Yeah. But luckily, I don't know how. Me. Yeah. You know, you. They basically asked me. Well, I don't think we needed it. No, but they basically asked me if I felt comfortable. They said, you know, because it's COVID, we don't want to send anyone to a hospital if we don't have to. And we believe that, you know, this medication that we have, Adamon, he's, you know, not going to be psychotic. And we have a day program that he can go to, but right now it's virtual. And basically asked me, like, would you feel safe having him home right now? And if I said yes, then you could come home. And if I said no, you were going to be hospitalized. Right. So. So I said yes. And they right. let you come but home. But also. But you had that like two weeks of like you were in a day program like the whole time. Right. I'll get there. Hold on. Okay. I'm uh, uh, sorry. Well, no, you're fine. Um, Can I have the water? Yeah. Thanks. Um. Whoops. So. So, anywho, um, where were we? So, yeah, I had to spend at least a day in the hospital. It was really cold in there, I remember. They didn't have any blankets for you. Yeah, they didn't have any blankets. And I was, like, <sighs> in this little hospital gown. And the medicine they had you on had you shivering anyway. They had blankets, but they, they had very thin blankets that were warm for, like, five minutes. And then I would be freezing again. I can remember that day being probably the worst day of my life, honestly. Like, Same. 
Yeah, you know? but like being in there and like going through that was, I can. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like I literally they gave me this medicine that made me shake. Yeah. And I couldn't stand s- still. Right. And they wanted me to sit there. That's all I could do. Mm. You know. So, anyways, that was tough. And luckily for you, you know, we had you save me. Mm-hmm. And and actually, like what I was gonna say before is that like this time, like I remember. I came out of it way quicker than I did the first time. They were surprised at how quickly you came out of it. Yeah. I but can it was just... really like scary for me because I was like literally. Okay. First of all, the woman who I was like chatting with, who was the one like making the decisions about what happened with you was very rude. And I had a really hard time with her. I right. had, to, had to complain about her and had to like yell at a lot of people. Again. I had to really like show up and be a fucking boss for you over the phone <laughs> to like right. make sure you were taken care of and the right things were happening, which was really hard for me at the time, but just like needed to happen. But, um, all right. So wait, but what was I saying? I just wanted to finish the summary of the episode. I know. So <laughs> I understand baby, but you said something and I was making a connection that I thought was important to add, but now I forget. All right, so <sighs> sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. That's okay. I just want to get to the end of this so okay, we can talk baby. more about. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I had to do. They they also had I had to agree to do an outpatient program. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had these like meetings all day. For two weeks. Um. Where. Uh, basically, you know, there was like a group of people kind of going through a similar situation and then like somebody that was in charge or like a counselor or something. And, you know, we'd have these different therapy sessions and I could just remember like there was so much healing Mm. that happened for me during that time because like. Every one of the counselors was really welcoming and, you know, I can remember like one time this guy got really frustrated and really mad and started yelling. And like, they were like totally cool about it and they were like, you know, it's okay, you know. Anyways, so I mean, that was the silver lining on that is that like, I learned a lot about myself that week and... You know, just learned how to take care of myself better. You know. So that's basically kind of, you know, what happened during these episodes. Um, I mean, a lot more happened. Right. That's <laughs> that's the gist. Yeah. Can I have the lighter? Yes. Thank you, baby. So, yeah, we were kind of talking. We went on a walk tonight. We were kind of talking about. Ow. Uh-oh. The fan just blew the flame into my finger. The flame. Ow. I you burnt okay? myself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we were talking earlier about, on our walk about how I can remember a little time after uh, my first episode, I was working uh, at the Beverly Hospital. 
And I remember I became really good friends with this. There was a like a a psych ward there, and so I knew a couple of the psychiatric nurses. I think that's what they're called, and. I became really good friends with this one guy that was a nurse. Uh, and he was actually really, you know, he's not, he wasn't what you would think like a, you know, I always think of like doctors as not being as, and this is probably a general statement, but being more scientific than spiritual, I guess. Mm. But he was really closely connected to, you know, the kind of the, existential spiritual side of psychology you know and so we got into a lot of discussions about you know different things that people go through and I had mentioned you know my bipolar disorder and my manic episode and <clears throat> I don't know how it happened but we kind of got into the, discuss the discussion of like you know what they call spir spiritual awakening and just like that whole idea and somehow i i, w I was just curious and i kind of just googled manic episode slash spiritual awakening because i i somehow in my mind was thinking that maybe there was a connection here obviously you know it's a tough thing to put your family through but you know i wanted to learn from it and like see if there was any connection to like waking up or like if there was you know because to me when I think about kind of you know putting all the grandiose aside like I can just remember feeling so much love for everything and during those states you know I, like I hear you and also that's like not what was being presented in the world <laughs> No, no, no. I'm not talking about the second episode. Okay. Yeah, I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about the, I mean, what I feel. Right, and I'm saying, I'm saying. I mean, you're making it seem like I was like, you know, I don't know, violent. I wasn't. I was, I was like mad at some points during my episode, but There's like. There's a lot. There's a lot that happened, baby. And I know. I just want to make sure like that's not presented that way. Like I was just like I mean, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened that hurt me. Maybe not physically, but there's a lot of stuff okay. that happened that hurt me, you know? And that's okay to name. I think that's important to name. Like I think it's really great that we're sharing your side of the story and also just my side of the story is really different. And I just think Listen, I'm I'm only bringing this up because I'm I don't know why. I'm sorry. No, no, I mean I understand. Like, but I'm I'm just trying. But to I'm lie. just trying to make the point that like your experience is one thing, and that's what you were feeling. And I'm just saying. I know. You know, like there's just different realities at play here. Yeah. You know. I just well, think it's important, like, we're talking about this to people who have maybe never even heard about this before or, like, known anyone who's experienced this, and I don't want anyone walking away listening, like, being like, oh, psychotic episodes are cool. <laughs> Samantha, like, that's nobody's like your thinking away. that, though. I know. Hey. Like, I know. But for real, like, nobody thought that. I know. I know. 
I mean, if they did, like, the, I wasn't trying to portray that. No, I know. I said I, know. I was trying to learn from my episodes. Right, right. And no way I'm, I'm sorry, saying... I think I'm just a little on edge, but... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I'll chill. All right, so... Anywho, like... The way I felt during these episodes... You know, was very... I don't know, just open and, like, loving towards a lot of things. You know, especially my first one. Um, and I had never felt that before because... I don't know why I didn't feel it. I just, you know, I didn't... I don't think I experienced that kind of that kind of bliss is what I'm trying to say. And it's like... You know, yeah, I agree. Like, these episodes are not easy for the people that go through them. You know, the families. You know. I mean, it's not easy for you either because even though it feels good in the moment, like, your life is also, like, kind of crumbling all around. Yeah, but, like, I mean, you're not aware of that when you're in an episode. Right, but I'm saying it's not, like... You keep saying it's, I know it's really hard on the family. And it's like, well, it's actually really hard on you, too. You're just not noticing it in the moment. Yeah, but I'm telling you it's not hard. Because you, I'm, it's not hard at all. There's nothing hard about it going through a manic experience. I mean, there's, like, all of the consequences that you have to face. Right. I'm saying, like, during it. it, though. Right. Baby, yes, we're saying the same thing. Okay. Okay. So, anywho... Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Is you know, it was just I. I explored that idea of like, you know, why did I feel this way? You know, I know it was because of, you know, um, some misfires in my brain, but like, maybe there's some underlying truths about, you know, the way I felt about love and. Mm. accepting of the acceptance of myself and yeah buddy you know all that and like it like i remember when i googled it like all this stuff came up yeah you know i just started to read and then i discovered eckhart tolle and i i started reading his book the power of now mm-hmm. you know and if i hadn't googled that i mean who knows i'm probably going to saw it you know, he became pretty popular, but at the time, like, he wasn't as known, and, like, I had to search him on YouTube and all that, um, but I was like, wow, you know, I remember feeling like growing up being Catholic, and I'm not, you know, I just remember feeling like that wasn't for me, you know, no disrespect to the Catholic Church. But all the disrespect no. to the Catholic Church. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't say that. You did. Yeah, I know. And we're gonna get smited. Um, what? I said we're gonna get smited. Mm, smite me, Almighty Smiter. So, yeah. So I, I, it, I just remember feeling like what he was talking about, and what he was talking about is just like, you know. All of, all of what you've ever wanted is in the now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we only suffer when 
were thinking about or were focused, I should say, you don't really suffer if you're thinking about the future or the past, but when you hold on to the future and the past or if you dwell on them, you know, you're you're almost it's again, it's kind of an illusion, but you're like disconnecting from what is happening now. Mm. Which is all that there is, you know. Yeah. He says, you know, your life is and never has not been now. Mm. And that blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, that's true. Yeah. It's always now. And, you know, you can debate about time and all that. But wherever you are and, like, wherever your awareness is, mm. it's always now, you know. Yes. Like, think about it as we're sitting here now. You know, how many nows are there? Infinite. No, there's only only one. There's only one now. But one equals one infinity. Eternal and now, right? Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I feel I strongly feel that like. Obviously, there's a lot of pain that came from the episodes, and there's a lot of pain that came from. And has come from my bipolar. Yeah. But there's been so much beauty. Yeah, baby. That has come from it. Yes, for both of us. Yeah. And, right. you know, I always think of the fact that, like... That's the only reason we even met, buddy boy. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't change anything, you know? I mean, I I know and still deal with, like, I, I didn't want to put you guys through that at all. I know. You know, and you know that's, and everybody knows that's not me, but. Right. You know, I just want to really, you know, make it clear that, like, my mind literally takes over when this happens. Right. And I can remember being aware, but, like, it's There were moments, baby, where you would come back to me. Like, so the last day before, like, when I was bringing you to the doctor, I had my dad come to drive us to help me get you there. And we were trying to get you in his truck. And I was having a conversation with you and with not you, like, at the same time. Yeah. And, like, you would shine through and you'd be like, hey, Samantha, I know I should trust you. I know I should come with you. Like, I know you're good. And then a second later, you'd be gone and you would be telling me that I was trying to, you know, fuck with you and I was evil and I was the devil and, you know, I was trying to, like, do all these bad things. And it was so hard to, like, have those moments of you there, like, struggling with that and, like, being aware of that, you know? Yeah, I bet it was, for sure. I mean, I don't know, you know, because I was... That card was the worst card of my whole life. Yeah, I mean, the second episode was definitely difficult. Yeah. Because you hadn't seen me like that before. (laughs) Well, you had been hypomanic in the past. Right. But But yeah. yeah, we weren't together during your first episode. And... This second episode, like I said, we were isolated. We were just 
uh, literally in quarantine at our house. So I was isolated trying to take care of you during this thing that I like didn't know how to handle. Right. And I think like, I think we should have another episode where we talk more about that because we're already at like 50 minutes and like that's, you know, I think that's important. And, like, we could do a whole episode. I don't know how much else I want to talk about it, honestly. That's fine. Like, That's I just fine. feel like there's a lot of things that happened that, like, are really private. And, like, yeah, just, I don't know. Like, I feel like we shared a lot this episode. And, you know, it is your story and you can share whatever you want. But, like, my side of the story, I definitely feel like I want to keep more private. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Like for I like, said, both, I was for like, both of us, you I, know what I mean, because you did behave in ways that weren't you, and like, I just don't think anyone even needs to know what that looks like. You know. Yeah. I was just saying uh, before that, like, I don't mind sharing about it. I know. But I understand it's hard for you. It is hard for me still. You know, like that experience was extremely traumatic to me literally losing your husband in front of your own eyes (laughs) you know what I mean and just things coming out of your mouth and things just like your actions that are just not you that you know yeah that's really scary and like I definitely wanted to take care of you and wanted to make sure you were safe um and I also, like, just really did, I, I didn't know how to do that. You know, I did my best. Yeah. Well, it was, both of them have been quite a ride. Yeah. And I sincerely hope that it never happens again. Yeah, but I think there's something to the conversation of, like, really coming back to the remembering that though they were traumatic and really hard, like really, really beautiful mind expanding spiritual things have dropped into our lives as a result of these. And so, you know, yeah, I wouldn't wish this on anyone, but also I wouldn't take any of it back, honestly, because like these experiences that we've been through together have really formed this strong bond and like strong relationship that we have to ourselves and each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all I can do is like try to learn from them, you know? Yeah, baby. Because I can't change whatever has happened. Mm. Um, And it was traumatic for me, you know, because like coming out of that is the worst part. Right. It's like. Right. Waking up, realizing that I just. You know. Right. Went crazy for two days. More than two days. Or whatever. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like it literally feels like a trip. I know. You were very confused. You were very scared. and Just like, why am I here? It feels like a trip for sure. Cause like you feel a bad like, trip. It's not that I don't remember anything. It's like, it's like I wasn't there. Right. Was it that you were like an observer, or you just no? It's weren't like even there. It's so hard to explain. It's like 
I mean, it was it was me, but it was it was like I was so convinced that what I was thinking was true. Yeah. You I mean, know what I mean? Like, like that imagine when you're hypomanic too. <laughs> right, but imagine like and in real life all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and that okay. So there, there you go. There's another part of it that I've learned from is like sometimes you have to be confident in what you think. Mm. You know what I mean? And not let anything, you know, sway you from that. You know, like in situations of like believing in yourself, mm. like what's wrong with, you know, the belief that you can do something. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, yeah. but what's wrong with what I would believe during these episodes, you know, is that. I, I mean, I basically just lost touch with reality. And, right. like, I don't know if it's me or not me or whatever. I, You know, I, I know that I was there and I, get, I have memories of them. Yeah. And it's not like I black out. It's like, I don't know. The, it's like, you know how usually people have a filter when they think, you know, like, is this a good thing to say? Right. It's like when you're manic. You know, you you have no filters, just coming out mm. 100 miles an hour. So, yeah, I mean, like, it just feels like you, what you believe is the truth. It's like, imagine if, if uh, you strongly believed in God and you you knew it as, as it to be as absolute truth. As, well, just to be as real as 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 the air you know what mm -hmm. i mean um it's kind of like that it's like there there was nobody that could snap me out of it i had already right. gone down the deep end and my reality was di was, was different altered, yeah. yeah than everyone else's you know right. and that's not something i could control right you know that's what happens you know think of people <laughs> that struggle with and suffer from schizophrenia you know they're they're dealing with a very similar thing you know i don't know what it's like to be schizophrenic but like you know their reality is almost um i don't know it's it's like a manic episode yeah mm. but all the time for that yeah. you know what i mean and it's like maybe not all the time i wouldn't know well no i mean that. if you ever i've seen some documentaries you know, I can't. I wouldn't claim anything about knowing schizophrenia, but I do know that Similar. they're in the same. They're classified. Yeah, they're in the same family. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something going on with both disorders that is similar in the sense that, you know, people with bipolar don't necessarily see things that are not there. Right. But they believe things that are not there. Right. 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 You know, and then. People with schizophrenia obviously see things and hear things. Right. But actually, like, if I think about it, you know, when I'm in a manic episode, it's almost like that. It's almost like you think you're hearing voices, you know, and you believe the voices right. in your head. And it but gets, is the voice just you? <clears throat> I don't know. You know, that's, that is, that is a good 
subject. Well, but did, it, did it sound like your voice? Oh. Is what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I think so. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I'm sleepy. Yeah, it's getting late. I'm so high. I've smoked this whole time you're talking. Well, you're usually talking mostly I know, during I'm these really episodes. I know, I'm happy we gave you your moment. So, you know, it was my time to shine. Your time to shine, but you did <laughs> so good. No, but like, I <laughs> I, uh, I honestly like like talking about it, and um, it helps me to heal. Yeah. And I'm always happy. To, like, people ask me about it, and, I, and I'm more than happy to talk about it. And share, you know, a lot of it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not ashamed of what happened. Um, and again, I think, I don't know if I'll ever know, you know, the significance and the impact of these episodes. But I know that it's very much a part of, you know, who I am and mm. my journey and like, I like to talk about it and I like to kind of think about um, just how I can learn from it and, and you know, what kind of hidden secrets were in there. Because, you know, again, I just felt so connected during those times, you know. That's all I could say. I know that's... It seemed the opposite, but I felt so connected at times during those episodes. So, you know, I don't know why it is that, like, at other times I I don't feel that connection as much sometimes. You know, because during those episodes the connection is strong. But, you know, so I'm trying to learn about what about the episodes, um, what was I... What was it connecting you to? Basically? Yeah, like what, you know, what or was like the how? truth in what I was feeling, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of it was like, you know, love everyone and like nothing really mattered. You know, money is just, you know, people get attached to money. It was just about not being attached, you know? Which is a great lesson. Yeah, and it just like made me feel free. Like I can remember yeah. just feeling really free. And, you know, I'd like to feel like that again, but healthier and uh, naturally, you know. Yeah. Anywho. I mean, we do do that. I'm sure you did that no, this no, morning no. in meditation. Right, right. That's what I'm exploring is like, you know, just being able to feel that bliss. Yeah. And Ooh, more so the connection. <laughs> <laughs> More so the connection to myself and yeah. to the to the universe, I guess. I'm not rude. It's only one forty a.m. That's why I'm yawning. No, it's okay. I think it's a good place to stop. Yeah, buddy. I love you so much. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that us. was good. I mean, it got a little real, but um. Yeah, but yeah, you your know. your experience is obviously a whole nother story. So yeah. And I know that's, you know, it's not easy for you to share about it. Yeah. Um, so I think, so thank you for sharing any of it. Yeah, buddy, I'm, I'm Cause happy. Because you were, if I didn't have you, mm. you know, I don't know. Who if knows I where I'd end up. You really did uh, 
Save me. Mm. Save my life. You saved mine, buddy. <laughs> I love you so much. All right. Let's All not get right. too gushy. Gushy gooey. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode 10. Wow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Send us reviews. Do we got any shout outs? <laughs> no. No shout outs? <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You uh, sure? Yep. You sure you want to give a shout out? Nope. I'm good. Okay. I'm great. Thank you. Now's the time. Nope. I'm, yep, I'm good. All right. All right. Every- <laughs> All righty. Okay. All right. See you next time, folks. Bye.